1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's Paul Hamilton. That's what they called me in college, Mr. Bone. He has the facts to back up his opinions.
2: People ask me, well, how are the Sabers are they going to win tonight? I don't have a clue. On
1: WGR Sports Radio, five fifty.
3: All right, Paul Hamilton joins us now on the Western Hotline. Sabres last night dropped a 2-1 decision to the Dallas Stars. Boy, Paul, I, I thought they played. is like They reminded me of last year's team when they were cooking a little bit last night, right? But they just couldn't bury the puck. I, I don't know what to take from it other than, okay, you brought kind of your A game and you still didn't win. It's good news, but it's bad news, but especially because they need wins here. And that's why it hurts so much.
2: Yeah, it does. It reminded me of the Vancouver game a couple of weeks ago. They lost one to nothing. Dominated the Canucks. Um, and then I yep. looked back, and then I remembered the St. Louis game because they're playing the Blues on Saturday, and they put forty-six yep. shots on Binghamton, and he made forty-two saves. And that particular night, the Sabers totally dominated, but didn't get goaltending. They lost six to four. If they would have gotten any type of goaltending, they could have won that game. They did get four, but Binnington still stood on his head, Uh, you know, in another game they got no points out of where they played extremely well. And those are the ones that just popped up in my head right off the bat without even looking. I could probably look back and find other games where they played extremely well but walked out with no points. It just seems like, you know, they did score some goals in California in the last two games. But they lost to Anaheim because of a goaltender. And it just seems like more times than not, Dominic Hoshik is standing in the other net. Now, with Vancouver and with Dallas, there are a couple of all-star goaltenders we're talking about, and Thatcher Demko and Jake Ottinger. But statistically and the eye test told us, Lukin had made the harder saves than Ottinger did last night, Mm -hmm. which means... Dallas was, you know, around the net. They were making it harder on Lucan then the Sabres were on Ottinger. And the thing was, I thought the Sabres were better than they normally are around the net, but it still wasn't near good enough. And I made this point earlier, Sal, and I'll make it to you also. Look at the second goal, uh, the game-winning goal, where the, Dallas has a guy standing there waiting just in case there's a rebounder, just in case Lucanen drops the puck. It was really his only mistake of the game, wound up in the net. It didn't have to, because you'll find out in a minute. But, okay, so you got a guy standing right there, and as that's happening, you got Steele basically getting into the net. He was in the crease about at the goal line, you know, and way back when that wouldn't even have been a goal. But, the other problem is, even though Lucanen made the mistake of dropping the puck, there was a defenseman right next to Steele. He was right there. Owen Power was right there. Didn't time up. Didn't knock him down. Didn't get him out of there. Just stood there with him. So they get a goal where Foxa just decides, let's get the puck to the crease. See what happens. Steele's standing basically on the goal line with with a defenseman with him but not covering him, and the puck goes in off his skate. And then I, and then I thought to myself, and Sal, you can think, think too, was there a time at all in all those shots the Sabres took where the Sabres even came close to a goal like that, where guys are nope. in the crease and around nope. the net? And nope. is, it a, is it a lucky goal? Yes, to a point. But they make their own luck because they're there. You see, so yeah, yeah. it's lucky went winning off a guy's skate, but the guy's there to have it go in off his skate. The guy's there to pick up the rebound when Lukanen and drops the puck.
3: Paul Hamilton on the Western Hotline, Joe. I don't know if you want to chime in on that, but look, yeah, I, no, I mean, Did you see Dahleen last night? The the two the two he missed right. He first he gets a he did a spike of the puck. He got so mad. Puck comes back down, he hit the spike, and then later he misses. During the play, he puts his stick over his head. I thought he was going to break mm-hmm. it, guys. I thought he was going to crack his stick over his head. It Literally during the play as he's skating back up the ice. That's the frustration he's carrying
2: right now. He could hardly talk afterwards. He was being very, very mm-hmm. careful in choosing his words because he knows he's on the air live and he doesn't want to swear on the air and, and do that. He has slipped a couple of times out of emotion, um, but yeah he he was very slow, and you could tell how upset he was and how frustrated he was. They're all frustrated. you know Don Granado afterwards had very little to say you know he didn't he didn't want to stand at the podium and talk to how talk about how well his team played. He didn't care. He goes we didn't win the game, we didn't score enough goals, and we we had plenty of chances to score goals. And we didn't score enough goals. that That's what he was talking about. That's what he was thinking about. Not we played a great game. Not that power play goal was like last year's power play. The way we moved the puck around, he got Thompson open. Not we killed through two five-on-threes and had, did a great job of penalty killing. Not that we came in waves and had a shot mentality and put 48 shots on the other goaltender and had numerous scoring opportunities. Not that Darlene, if it wasn't his best game of the year, was pretty close. He was dominant that's that is what i'm talking about you guys have heard me talk about this recently that's the dominant rasmus dolly now he has to cash in on a couple of his opportunities maybe it's because he played 29 minutes the two johnsons played less than 10 minutes each he basically went with 4d and maybe that's what dolly needs maybe he needs that 29 minutes to get out there and go but he was just amazing out there how he wasn't a star in the game i don't know because uh, I know he missed those opportunities, but defensively, offensively, he was he was dialed in. You talk about somebody who was competing. Uh, the, the, uh, he was fantastic. That that's the if they're going to be a good team, that's the doling that needs to show up on most nights. Dylan Cousins was fantastic last night. Even Tage Thompson, I thought, uh, did well on the forecheck and had the puck a lot because he was in there competing and winning battles got himself open on that power play because they were passing the puck, click, 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 and they opened it up. That's how they opened up the, the passing lanes and the shooting lanes to get him a goal that he's hardly scored this year and scored numerous times last year. That was only his fourth power play goal of the year. Last year he scored mm-hmm. 20, and um, he was wide open for the one-timer and absolutely wired it. You know, So there are a lot of good things to talk about, there are a lot of good things to talk about recently where they're the third best defensive team in the NHL going into the game, where they're nine six and one in sixteen games going into the game, playing much better hockey, but if you're not getting anywhere or you're losing to Vancouver one to nothing when you're dominating them or losing to Dallas two to one when you're dominating them, or losing to St. Louis six to four when you're dominating them. And as I said, I'm, I know there's more that if I looked down, looked it up, there'd be more we could talk mm-hmm. about just the Vancouver just just take Vancouver and Dallas. How different is our conversation right now if they win those games? Mm-hmm. if they score two goals against Vancouver and score three goals against a goaltender who had given up eleven goals in his last three games, he had won all three, but he had given up eleven goals. We got then we're talking about four add four points to where the Sabres are right now. Now what's our conversation about? It's a whole different it's a whole different
3: conversation. Yeah, they're at least they're at least in the race. We at least have like we could have a conversation about the deadline that isn't just, you know, who are they gonna sell for a fifth round pick. That's kinda I mean, Paul, they they play well last night and you can't I mean, if they were in Detroit's spot or hell even, you know, a few points behind that, I think you'd be able to have a night last night and go All right. Well, you know what? They played really well. That's going to happen. They got goalied a little bit. Like you play like that most nights, you should be do pretty well. But they've put themselves in a spot where there's zero margin of error. Where you just you can't afford to lose any form of game, even one where you do have that amount of shots.
2: Yeah, and they're competing well on most nights. But congratulations, it took you until late December to figure that one out. Where, where, why weren't you competing until late December? You know, competing is an individual thing. It's the fire that burns inside you. Why did it take till late December to compete in most games? And, and, you know, that's... I can't answer that question.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: put The spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop blinds.com right now and save up to 45 percent. Up to 45 percent off for a limited time at blinds.com. Blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply.
3: Well, now they have the St. Louis Blues here at home on Saturday. A few days here to kind of regroup, but this is the kind of play I. I I like what I saw last night from how they pushed the pace. That's what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Paul, I'd like to see that going mm-hmm. forward. And there's no guarantee you're going to score goals. But as opposed to what we kind of saw earlier in the season, that's what I'd like to see going forward. I'd like to see more of that on Saturday. Would you agree? And they've been doing that. I mean, look at
2: – I mean, the Cousins line didn't miss a beat. Yeah. In that, that first period, I mean, they were just all over Dallas. Yep. They that's were right. in the offensive zone creating – that's why I I, I respect some, uh, some analytics this um, – the scoring chances, uh, quality scoring chances, mm. is so far off. I, I, th- that line had three quality scoring chances in one shift. According to the quality scoring chances, they had eight in the whole game. Cousins had four by himself. That line had three in one shift. Darlene had two. Middlestad had one right at the middle. Tuck on the power play was in the crease with the puck and didn't score. I mean, that that stat was so far off. Now, I agree that Dallas had more quality chances than Buffalo did, but when it comes to quality chances, you got to take a pen and a paper and, and mark them down on, by your, on your own because it's just not right what I'm seeing. I don't know what they consider a quality chance, and I don't know why what they consider a quality chance is what we're all going to go by. I mean, everybody's version of what a quality chance is is going to be different. Every coach is going to be different in what they think a quality chance is, and – uh that to me that stat was way off last night.
3: Ryan Johnson, did he get hit in the hand last night? Is that what happened?
2: Eric. Eric Johnson. Eric, it. thank he, you. He Sorry missed, about that. He, thank he you. missed a, he blocked a shot on a penalty kill. Yep. Missed a shift or two. Got back out there. Um Granado didn't know he hadn't been in the training room yet. Uh he didn't know if it's something okay. serious. So he did he he did play. I mean he finished the game, but so did Samuelson, his last game. He finished the game too and he's out for the season. So, I'm not saying Eric Johnson's out for the season. What I'm saying sure, is sometimes sure. you're on adrenaline, and and you can gut it out and finish a game, and then you find out you're you're in tough shape. I remember Bob Vaughn in a Stanley Cup game, I believe it was a Stanley Cup game, finished with a broken leg, and then they found out he had <laughs> broken his leg, and he finished the game. Wow.
3: Was that Jack Lambert did the same thing in the Super Bowl, right? Didn't he yes, had a broken yes. leg? Remember that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Heck, so, uh, you Ronnie Lott you cut, cut off his finger can to
2: Adrenaline can take you places sometimes. <laughs> That's right.
3: Uh real quick, we got to go. Uh UPL, you think back in net on Saturday then?
2: Yeah, I think he's in net until the the back to back with Toronto and Nashville in March, early March. Okay. I think he easily can go without tiring himself out. We'll see if he wears down, but he, he certainly was fresh and ready to go. And yeah, you'd like him to not drop the puck on that other one, but he made a lot of fantastic saves that last period where the Sabres were down 5 on 3 twice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he made 18 saves, stopped all 18, and and some of them were some pretty difficult chances. And they always say your best penalty killer is your goaltender, and he certainly was last night. Um, First one he's not going to get. He was screened and the puck was deflected. But the second one, yeah, you'd like him not to drop the puck, but with the amount of of great saves he made after that, uh, I I guess you could probably forgive him if you're a Sabre fan.
3: Thanks, Paul. we got to run, buddy. Appreciate you. No problem. Take care, guys. All right, you got it. Paul Hamilton there. We'll take a timeout and wrap things up here on WGR.
1: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.